This is On The Left Side, the funny football show. Uh, breaking news this afternoon that Chris Coleman is leaving Sunderland. Sunderland, of course, back-to-back relegations. They're down into League One. Hello and welcome to On The Left Side, the show that takes all the latest football news, ignores all the important bits and just rips the piss instead. I'm Jim and I'll be guiding you through the next few minutes of Football Funny. But before I do that, hit the subscribe button on this podcast and you are part of the On The Left Side team. Go team and go podcast. I think it's fair to say, although they probably wouldn't admit it, but in recent years, there's been some envious Arsenal eyes looking across North London towards the regime and growth of Tottenham Hotspur's football club. With that in mind, I'm sure those eyes will be smiling at the sight of Arsenal managing to emulate Spurs as Arsene Wenger takes charge of his final few games with the Gunners. Unfortunately, the part of Tottenham's game they have chosen to emulate is bottling it when it matters. This week, Arsenal managed to grab a defeatist draw from the jaws of victory against a 10-man Atletico Madrid in a result more disastrous than Diego Simeone's stylist forgetting to pack his hair gel into his overnight bag before kickoff. No! It was a result that did its bit in extinguishing any little love that was simmering away for the Frenchman from his supporters and further angered his detractors. Like Piers Morgan, who tweeted after the game, Hashtag Wenger out. Again. I'm assuming he only tweeted Wenger out because with a 250 character limit on Twitter, it would be really hard to fit all the players' names in there. It's also worth remembering that if you are an Arsenal fan, Furious with Wenger and awaiting his exit, you are siding with Piers Morgan. (laughs) This is fantastic. But it could really be a case of careful what you wish for when it comes to new managers. Not content with having the royal baby named after him. Louis Van Hal is also being linked with the soon-to-be-vacant managerial seat at Highbury. There were quotes in the Dutch media that said the former United manager had had an offer that he was unable to turn down, and links with Arsenal soon emerged. The only Arsenal fans that would be happy with that appointment would be Arsenal Fan TV. There they were, wondering how they'd be able to come up with such anger and bile next season, and in walks LVG. Personally, I think Gunnosaurus would be a better call. The whole thing is looking like a bit of a mess at the Emirates, with the club changing their story on who decided to leave and when they decided to announce it three times in 40 minutes this week, resulting in the suggestion that Arsene certainly didn't jump. He was pushed. Wenger remains dignified, and he will no doubt remain, as always, philosophical, as the end of his time at Arsenal approaches. And it does remind me of a quote he gave to The Guardian back in 2016. If a god exists and one day I go up there and he will ask, do you want to come in? What have you done in your life? And the only answer I will have is, I try to win football games. He will look and say, is that all you have done? And the only answer I will have is, it's not as easy as it looks. To be fair, Arsene, you've not made it look that easy. I like to think that's a measure of the man. A modest, thoughtful, footballing gentleman. And I don't think you get that kind of exchange at the pearly gates from any other football manager either. 
Pep Guardiola would no doubt suggest to God that he'd been running heaven all wrong and that he himself could revolutionise the system of entry as long as he gets given a shed load of cash. Harry Redknapp would probably ask if he could have St Peter's job and suggest getting John Terry in as the new Angel Gabriel. And Jose Mourinho would, well, who am I kidding? There is no way that Jose Mourinho is heading upstairs when his time comes. Speaking of our Ari, though, it's not taken long for the former West Ham, Bournemouth, Portsmouth, Southampton, Portsmouth again, Tottenham, (gasps) QPR, Birmingham City and Jordan manager to start circling the still warm manager's seat at Ipswich Town. It's been hardly any time at all since Mick McCarthy walked out on the Tractor Boys four games early in the most dramatic fashion after his own fans reacted badly to one of his substitutions. Fans is understanding as always. Disgraceful reaction to that. Yes. But listen, I won't have to listen to it again because that's my last game. I'll see you on this video. I'm out of here. Mick, 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 a bit more about that. Mick. Mick. That's the most Mick McCarthy thing ever, isn't it? If you didn't know the context behind it, you just assumed that it was a man who'd got fed up waiting for his meat and potato pie in Greg's and decided to take his business elsewhere. Fucking ridiculous. Anyway, Mick's tea is still warm at the Ipswich training ground and already the man with more positions than your local job centre threw his hat into the ring. Well, that was the headline, given to Harry's chat with Talk Sport earlier this week anyway. I'm not so sure. What about Portman Road? Do you not fancy the Ipswich job? Perfect for you. Good job. I know Marcus as well, so... uh, Get on the blower. He's got my number. I'm here, Marcus. (laughs) It is a good club, as Alan said. I mean, Ipswich is, is, is a, real, a real good football club. As far as showing an interest, that's a pretty low-key response by Redknapp standards. Sure, he mentions they're a top, 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 top club, but he doesn't mention that it would be a fantastic opportunity. He doesn't talk about the chairman being a proper football man, and there is absolutely no mention of JT and how the former Chelsea man would be the magic solution to the club's problems and result in instant qualification to the Champions League. In fact, he doesn't even mention Terry. Although, I think you can tell he's thinking about him. (sighs) But if Ipswich fans are feeling a little down about their lot in life right now, they should take a glance towards Sunderland. In an event about as inevitable as Harry Kane's pre-World Cup dip in form, the Black Cats are down. And looking very likely to finish rock bottom of the championship table after another loss this weekend. Much of this blame has been laid at the door of Jack Rodwell, a marquee Premier League signing who managed just two appearances this season to justify his £70,000 a week wages. That works out at about £1.4 million per game. According to boss Chris Coleman, it doesn't just sound like Jack's gone missing on the pitch either. I don't even know where Jack is, to be honest with you. If there was a sniff of a first-team appearance, I'm not sure he'd be 100% fit for it. Two years ago, Chris Coleman had Wales in the semi-finals of the European Championships. And now, he seems to be participating in the most farcical real-life game of Where's Wally ever. It's no wonder he left, really. To be fair, I saw Jack Rodwell play for Man City a few times, and he didn't look like he knew where he was either. Can it really be that hard to find a man earning 30k a week for doing absolutely nothing? Mm-hmm. Even after relegation, he's going to be earning £35,000 a week, which is 14 times the league average. If you really want to find Jack Rodwell, just walk around Sunderland looking for the guy pissing himself laughing and setting fire to £5 notes. Although, with those new indestructible fivers, that would probably be quite a frustrating experience. 
Oh, for God's sake. Coleman later qualified that statement, saying he didn't know where the midfielder was mentally. Which is a really big question, isn't it? Do any of us really know where our Jack Rodwells are? Jack or no Jack, things are looking bleak at the Stadium of Light. When Sunderland fans demanded that their team leave the championship at the first attempt, do you think this is what they had in mind? No! That's it. We are done for another show. By the way, if you've got an Amazon Alexa, you can now listen to On the Left Side as part of your daily flash briefing. Just add On the Left Side to your update in the Skills Store and you can enjoy the show every Monday and every Thursday morning when it's out, whilst you have a little brew in your kitchen. We'll see you then. Bang! On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio.